If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. It's summer break. Happy summer. We are dropping episodes once per week to get us refreshed and ready for the fall. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for all of you teachers for sticking around. Colleen. I had a brilliant idea from a colleague, and I'm wondering, before I share it with you, um, how you would think about, we've talked about thinking about our class lists uh, before the first day of school, but have you done anything unique with a student to get them ready for the first day because you knew that they needed something different? Do you mean like an individual student? Yeah. Boy, that is a great I was question. not great at this. No, and I have to tell you, I don't think I did. And I I mean, okay, so I remember groups of students. Like we would think about freshmen, you break up the freshmen into two groups, you bring them in to run their schedule. Oh, um, sure. You know, like just walk through their schedule, find their locker, spend time at their locker. And this is high school, okay? okay. Um bring them to the cafeteria, make sure that they meet someone or, you know what I mean? Right. Like I remember being very intentional with freshmen and transfer students so that mm -hmm. on the first day of school, they didn't come in cold and not know where to go and not recognize a face. Um, but as for individual students, tell me more about this conversation. Yeah. Okay. So Jenny Laponzi is a trusted friend and colleague and she, um, she just kind of threw out a random idea. And mm. I thought this is totally, we need to talk about this on the podcast. So she works with students with disabilities. Um, and she really, uh, thrives on the individual needs of students and knowing them well. So knowing each child, well, she's a master mind of this. And so as she thinks about the upcoming school year, so whether they are a new student or not, there is a unique bond a student has with individual teachers and a comfort level students need with their new classrooms. And so um, more than once, she has brought in students individually prior to the first days of school so that they can sit in the classroom, they can run through their schedule as an individual student, they can meet mm -hmm. the teacher and sit with them in the classroom that's set up and they can go through any of those anxieties. And I didn't really think of this because it doesn't apply to me or my own kids because there's always been excitement about the 
first for, for my kids, it's like they get popsicles, they drop off all their supplies, they shake hands with their teacher and then they're out of there. It's like a few nights before school starts back to school night. Um, for Jenny, she was talking about for them, it's the back to school social, the ice cream social. And so you get ice cream. It's chaotic. It's like a carnival and woo, Whoa. a school year. Now, awful for, for me, anxiety. Right. But for me, it didn't even occur to me that that would be difficult. And so yeah. Jenny has them come in and that's how she transitions kids into their new classrooms if they need it. And so she, she literally said, this is about what you do before the chaos of the ice cream social. Oh my gosh. Like this is blowing my mind right now. This is a game changer, but okay. So I have, you said it, this isn't something that necessarily applies to your kids. I'll tell you my older son, I were, I've worried about him at the beginning of a school year, even so he goes to community college at the beginning of the semester, I remember this at the beginning of last semester, I was like, don't you just want to go to campus and go find your classroom and like go see, or you're just going to show up on the first day. He's like, mom, I looked at a campus map. I know where to find it. I don't need to go there. So Mr. Map man, yeah, he's a master of maps. That's he's all on top of it. And that's all he needs to know is where do I park my car? Where do I walk in the door? Like that's all he needed Mm -hmm. to know. And he was fine with that. But as a college student, I did this. Okay. I, you're bringing this back because okay. you show up to campus early because you want to make new friends or whatever. Like it's fun yeah. to show up early. But I would walk campus and find my classes. I was at a giant public university mm-hmm. um, living in the dorm room. And I I mean, it could take four minutes to walk to class or 24 minutes. So exactly. I walked my schedule for sure yes. as I wandered through campus before the first days. Um So I never thought about that with an elementary student, but this is uh -uh. each student needs something unique. Our kids are in our buildings sometimes for 10 years. We do know which ones are going to struggle with this. And whether it's the parents taking that initiative or us as teachers really saying, I think this could help Jose, or this really could help Johnny on the first day. If he popped in before the first day and, and did a little bit of time with the teacher. So let's dig into that a little bit more because in elementary school, kids return to the same building all the time. Like I'm, mm-hmm. of course, in my mind, I'm thinking about a student that's new to a school, hasn't mm-hmm. been in there, doesn't know which door to go and doesn't mm-hmm. know where to find the classroom. But okay, let's talk about an elementary school where a student returns to the same building year after year, kind of knows the routines, mm-hmm. but it's still a new experience. Mm-hmm. It is a new school year. There might be new kids coming to the school. The classroom is going to be different than the last one. The mm-hmm. teacher is different from the last one. So these are all issues that could cause anxiety, mm-hmm. could cause a little bit of fear. So we do want to make sure that we're taking care of those students who, you know, on the first day might have a freak mm-hmm. out. Like, let's remove those barriers. We've done an episode on social stories, yeah. how you talk through a scenario, you tell the story of something that's about to happen. So as a parent, you might do a social story with your kids about the first day of school. Okay, what's going to happen on the first day of school? We're going to have our backpack packed, but you're not going to have a lunch in your bag because it's a half day. And when you get into your classroom, you might do this, this, or this, and you're going to meet so-and-so. You know your third grade teacher because you met her, but you probably didn't meet that there's a new art teacher. You know, mm-hmm. So you're talking your exactly. kids through, you will have your uniform on or you won't have your uniform on, and we will get new shoes before the first day of school, so we'll probably have to figure out how to tie those new shoes. Like you're talking your kid, or at least I would talk my kids through their first days. Um, but actually walking the halls of the first day, uh, 
we think about it when you have to switch classes and it's scary or open your locker. But I, I guess I just never thought about it from an elementary student point of no, view. No, no, I, I certainly have not. So this is really something that is that I'm probably going to take this idea and really perseverate on it a little bit and share it with other people because I know who these students are. Like mm-hmm. the schools that I work with, these are the students that need, like, how can we, we remove every barrier we possibly can to make sure that that student's brain is ready to learn, mm-hmm. is ready to be focused. And anxiety takes away focus. Anxiety mm-hmm. is a huge barrier to a student being mm-hmm. comfortable. So um, if, if that means that So if there's a back to school night and it starts at six o'clock, can certain families come at 530? Can the students sit in the quiet of the room for a few minutes just to sit and get comfortable Mm -hmm. in it before everybody? You're right. Before the chaos of the (laughs) of everybody shows up. Yeah. What's wild is we do this more often than we think we do. I did this with my international son. He came in halfway through the year. So for final semester of senior year and he arrived on his plane a day early. I had him pop into school. I didn't even do it consciously. We walked around. I introduced him to some people. I showed him where his locker might be. We talked about a few things. Mm -hmm. He saw everybody. For me, I knew like being social was really important to him. He's popular. He's a cool kid. Mm -hmm. He, I think, needed to see the kids in the uniform and like what shoes they were going to wear or what hairstyles were going on here. He's not from here. He's never been to the United States. Like I knew he had to socially see it all going on. And then he went to school the next day. So I didn't do it on purpose. Maybe I did it on purpose, but not with this lens necessarily. But Mm -hmm. I was I was unconsciously relieving some anxiety that I knew he'd have as a 17 year old kid. Yeah. You know, okay. So now I'm, as I'm thinking more, I'm thinking of other examples of things and the, um, as a high school principal, when students would come for a shadow visit, when, when eighth graders came for shadow day, I love those. Okay. They, they caused me anxiety. And do you know, maybe it was because I was raising a child who experienced anxiety and I was so sensitive to these kids who were coming into a school and then had to spend a day with a stranger that they didn't Mm -hmm. know. And I, my students were good kids, (laughs) but you know, but you're there with somebody you don't know. And then you have to go to the cafeteria and the high school cafeteria is an intimidating place, Mm -hmm. you know? So I did remember feeling anxious for the kids that came in on shadow days. I I don't know why, but maybe it had something to do with this. And I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm just sensitive to it, I think. So I would definitely be more intentional about this moving forward. We're almost out of time here, but I also want to say as adults, we do this. So Colleen goes around and does conferences places, but you don't just show up for the conference. You show up ahead of time to look at the space. Absolutely. You look at the space because you're planning in your head different things. Like you're thinking about how to set up the room and all these things, but you're also thinking like, what do people wear around here? What do how do people come into the building? Where does everyone park? Where are all my, like you're anticipating. So you're thinking ahead and anticipating certain things so that the night before you're not worried about them. And so Mm -hmm. think about as adults, how do we do this in our workplaces and how do we do this for each other socially? Because that is what we could replicate for students as they come into the building. If you've been teaching in the same building for 20 years, you don't see it. 
because of course it's familiar to you. Of course, like home. of yeah. course it feels like home to you, but it doesn't even feel home to the student, the traditional students who's moving from third grade to fourth grade, even though they've been there for four years. Um, this is important to them too. It's a great so. idea. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. So take care of yourself this summer, refresh and restore your energy. We're almost there. So keep tuning in for more affirmations and ideas from the Catholic Teachers Lounge. We'll see you next time.